You are now listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pach Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Jake Paul is not going to pick someone that can actually beat him. No way. Like a, like a ranked fighter. Because people are saying, um, oh, you know, Tyson Fury has a brother. Go for him. Like, no way. No way, dude. Boxer. No way. Because... You know what sucks is... Mm. Yeah, go. No, go ahead. Oh, what sucks is he's actually a pay-per-view draw. This is exactly. pretty well. Exactly. So I'm like... Uh, so he, he's going to pull his weight around 100%. Mm-hmm. And... He is going to adapt the beg me mindset, right? You want to fight me? Uh-huh. Beg me. Jesus Christ. Right? He's got that thriller money. He's got that 3 0 record. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, go. One thing he'll never have, though, I think, is um, respect. <laughs> he doesn't need respect if he has, I, yeah. if he has money in the bank. He's days. not looking for it. He's not, I don't think he's looking for respect. I think he's just content with carving his own way through boxing. Yeah. And it, you know what? It's a proven way now. He's he's tested. This mm-hmm. model works. People mm-hmm. buy it. Mm-hmm. What I don't like about it is that it's boxing is already like a it's already going through a lot, right? And you're adding this to the mix. It doesn't really legitimize boxing. As it MMA is now, because dude, not even at the slightest. Oscar, I mean, you you got a coked out Oscar De La Hoya doing you commentary. Do, yeah, you have a slap contest. You mm-hmm. got um, Doja Cat Bizarre. and all these music. It was so weird. Bizarre. Bizarre. I felt out of my element. I was like, "What's going on?" I mean, I'm all about concerts. I'm all mm-hmm. about this variety mm-hmm. shows, but it seemed like I think Chael said it best. It's not a boxing event with a concert. It's a, a variety event with just so happens there's boxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually can't find comments online of people saying they were entertained by this. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Right? Like we watched it together. Uh-huh. We did. You were kind of like half watching it. I was half yeah. watching it. Yeah. And we were like essentially just waiting for the main event. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Um, did it live best? up to it? Did, was was the wait no. worth it for you? No, it was not. <laughs> it was not worth it was... the time and effort that I had to go through. It was, what was, it was worth really it, not. though, mm-hmm. was that two-minute roast of Pete Davidson at some oh. point during the show. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't paying attention. That was that good? was hilarious. Yeah. I think I sent it to you on Twitter. Oh, you did? Okay, if I I'll didn't, I will send it a little later. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, that, that's one of the highlights. Um, another thing I wanted to point out was it was pretty unprofessional with how they handled things. First, aside from Oscar De La Hoya, mm-hmm. I know Snoop Dogg is part of Triller. Like, he's an owner, part owner. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's part owner, apparently, and he's betting against Ben Askren. So it's like you don't see Dana betting against his fighters because he has a stake in it, and he can mm-hmm. definitely make it a harder time for Ben Askren. So I, it just seems like this unprofessionalism. He was in on it. Yeah, I was in on it. We I all in on it. Okay, I know we we set a time cap to this, right? We're yeah. we're gonna stop talking about this uh, soon, in, very like, soon. Yeah, very soon. I don't think Jake. I don't think Ben. Um, I don't think it was fixed. I think, like you said, it was already fixed by the time he picked Ben Askren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, 
I don't know what else Ben Askren has to gain. He is very public about how much he earned yeah. in the media, and he didn't get anything more. He than just that. didn't care. He didn't care. He, he didn't just care. didn't yeah. care. He didn't have the weight of the MMA community on his shoulders. He, didn't feel, he didn't feel like he had something to accomplish. No, it was more like I would just want to have this fight because it's the biggest payday of my life, and that was that. Uh, let me tell you something here. Um, he did say that there was more weight to the loss against Masvidal because he was still on the rise. But this is retired Ben Askren, right? Mm-hmm. He just came. He just said he was retired. Then all of a sudden, oh yeah, sure. Like you said, he wants to make some money. He didn't feel any of the pressure. He knew that win, lose, or draw, he's still uh, gonna have his wrestling academy. He's still gonna do this. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have that championship. He just wasn't anymore. mentally there. He was mentally right. checked out. The moment he yeah. signed the contract, right? Yeah, dude. For Ben, I mean, was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yeah. He looked, well, like you pointed out, he looked a bit out of it when he walked out. Jake looked more like he was soaking in the moment. But Ben's like, mm-hmm. all right, let's get this over with. Put your hands up. Let's go. Exactly. It was more like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to spar with uh, my friend's nephew for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm putting on some gloves. I'm going to spar with my friend's nephew. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go home. Dude, I this event was so sketchy as it is. Aside from the, I don't know, the early yeah. stoppage. I mean, Ben doesn't want to admit yeah. to like, I mean, he, I think he feels like an early stoppage. There was also a controversy where Tyrone Woodley wanted to see the gloves that were being put on Ben. Mm-hmm. And the guy is like, no, you can't look. But it's like, he, dude, I'm in his corner. I have to know what you're doing. I didn't even know doing. about that. So, I didn't even yeah, know about that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I made sure to research a lot on this, but it seems like, I don't know. What I don't like is that some. Okay, Jake Paul is going to bring in a lot of people from his YouTube channel. He, he carries an audience, right? And this is going to be the first experience some people... Uh, this is going to be their first, uh, like some people's first fight experience of boxing. And to hear Snoop Dogg, uh, Oscar De La Hoya on commentary be very unprofessional like that, it doesn't paint fi- boxing in a good light. So, Right, right. And this fight was tailor-made for Jake. Mm. Tailor-made yeah. everything. Down to the opponent. Down. He, yeah, he, he knew he could knock out Ben Askren for sure. Even the celebration, dude. Like, imagine oh if God. Ben won. Is the DJ going to be no playing no way, the song? no way. Well, come on. No way. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was looking at the post-fight everything, and I was like, there's no How way to prepare for a Ben Askren win. They, they, they prepared even the angle of his walkout back to the locker room, right? It was, it was all prepared, dude. Jake had all the TikTok stars ready to give him... That plastic belt. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. Let's move on from this, but I want to ask one more question before we do. What's your take on Sean O'Malley being there? Oh, I love, <laughs> I love the sugar show. Um, I think it's cool. I think uh, Sean O'Malley will do what he can to get more clout and power move. It's a, it, it was like an Adesanya move. Like yeah. him being there. It's like, yeah. yeah, you're still team MMA. I get you. And dude, the way he dressed, he looked like a Doctor Who character or something. Like he had a scarf going on. Like what is a Doctor Who cheated his way through medical school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I, it's oh, fine. I think that's... it's fine. I think it's uh, it's good for um, the UFC in general when their mm-hmm. fighters hang out with like high profile celebrities. I think that's a win-win. Um 
you know, it's just hanging out, right? It's not like he's associated with Jake Paul or mm-hmm. they're in the same team or production, but he's adjacent to big stars. And I think he ultimately is. that's good for Sean and, of course, for the UFC. The sugar show. Because you, know, you, okay. you get a lot of Jake Paul fans. You do. We We're do. like, who's oh, this God. cool? Who's this cool sugar show dude? No, let's go and watch his fights. Uh, let oh, me go undefeated. Check. Oh, He's undefeated. Go. He's undefeated. <laughs> Why Mentally is there a one in his undefeated. record? So, I think it's fine. I think it's totally fine. Okay, last thing before we of move course, on. Really. Of course. Who do you who do you think his next opponent's gonna be? Jake Paul. Yeah. It's probably gonna be Dylan Dennis. Yeah. Dylan Dennis he- is the perfect balance of clout. And skill, but he won't play along. He won't play along. He won't. But at the same time, I think there's a huge weight and height discrepancy. Oh really? Oh yeah. Because they fought at 190, huge, right? Yeah. Mm. I don't think uh, Dylan is, can go up to 190. Yeah. What's Dylan's weight? Right? He's a welter. I know he's, he's a like welterweight. A welterweight, right? Let me Google it. Yeah, but I mean, if he's trained with Connor and Connor was feather and then lightweight. Like yeah, it's too that the discrepancy is too high. Huh. You know, we gotta factor that in. Yeah. Go for T go for T Wood. You know what? Uh you know who um uh DC recommended? Why don't you uh what doesn't Jake Paul fight Luke Rockhold? Oh, there we go. Okay. He's he rests at that weight. He's mm-hmm. like a middleweight slash light heavyweight, right? Yeah, so Dylan, Dylan is 170, 175 pounds. Oh, so he's going to put on a little more, but he's not going to be as fast. And he's, he's not going to be Striking is not his thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's the fight to make. I mean, it is the fight to make. Mm-hmm. But in terms of Dylan winning. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be. Yeah, it, there, needs, there needs to be a fair chance. The weight discrepancy is just too big. It's, it's, it's too, too much, big. Right? That's almost 20 pounds. That's almost 20 pounds above. And yeah. that's like after, I mean, after a weight cut. So just imagine how much weight he'll put on after, after exactly. cutting weight, right? So, yeah. I, I mean, don't know, man. E- I don't know if that's e- the move. Yeah. Even people were saying that Ben Askren's Ben Askren's really a welterweight when he performs best, right? So, mm-hmm. what more if you make Dylan Dennis like put on weight? Sure, the power is there, but the speed, right. I don't think so. Unless Jake is down to come down to a catch weight of like 175, 180. It's a pretty big. I don't think Jake Paul's gonna adjust ever. Then that uh, he won't. Hundred percent, he won't. He's he's gonna make people come to him. Yeah, he's that's gonna make true. people come to him. Okay, let's watch. But, you know, just a few, this, yeah, just a few oh, more yeah. thoughts. Just a few more thoughts. Okay, go because we're almost hitting the ten minute mark. I'm thinking Ben Askren has received crushing blows to the head. Yes. Why did a punch from Jake Paul knock him down? That's my question. It's a little he fishy said, to me. He said that, and it's it's on the video that he got him at the back of the ear. So it kind of knocked him down. He wasn't out because Ariel Hawani asked him, did the punch hurt? He goes, no, Mm. I hit me at the back of the ear. So I stumbled. I fell. And then I went back up. I was fine. But then the ref said, no, you're not. So not sure. Uh, But yeah, yeah, he's been he's been hit a lot. I don't know if his chin, maybe his chin was finally tested and, you know, depleted in the UFC. Mm-hmm. But there is fishiness, and I'm sure he's. You know, a lot of people are throwing like controversy theory, controversial theories yeah. out there that it was rigged. Not gonna be surprised if it is. It was a work. It was a work. The work, dude. It was, it was a, a work. work. 
this is WWE stuff, man. The heel is winning. Mm-hmm. And you know, he he can only do this for so long, right? Yeah. One one day he's gonna have to fight someone that people believe actually stand the chance against him. Yeah. Right? That's true. I mean, what we can say, I'll give him this. He can box and he mm. can knock people out. Yeah. If he's fighting someone who doesn't know how to box. But yeah. let's see, let's let, let, let's see Jake fight someone who actually does know how to box. Agreed. Someone of his age, of his power, of his skill. Mm. Let's see. Of his no. height and weight. Let's see. Right? I agree. Let's see. I agree. But until for now, then, though, zero yeah. respect for me. <laughs> right? I mean, respect to, I guess, his game, his hustle, his training. Okay. You get that. But I mean, you're training hardcore for people who didn't really stand a chance in the first place. Yeah. Right? So it's taking candy away from a baby. Fight someone who, who can beat you. Let's go. Yeah. I want to see that. That's what I want to see. That makes sense. And stop like like this post-celebration where he was mm. crying. I'm like, dude, come on. Don't act like you didn't think this would happen. I sent you a funny Ooh. video on that, right? It was so funny. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm tired of it. I'm sick. All of right. It. We're done. Let's move on to better things. We're done. Real Let's fighting. Move on to real fighting. True oh. fighting. Oh, there he is. There's there's the Louisiana hot sauce. <laughs> Dustin Poirier. Poirier. He apologized. Poirier. He apologized. Yeah. Of course he did. Because he did the wrong thing. <laughs> Don't mix business with your other business. Yeah, I guess it was really emotional of him to do that. Trust me. And... It's coming from someone who has to deal with business it things do take long Mm, it's not as quick as people assume it is but you know what mental warfare you gotta say he he accidentally yeah it struck Struck a nerve yeah oh okay sorry Mm, about that okay let's go i guess that's why he apologized because again mental warfare isn't really dustin's game like he doesn't really attack the opponent like that Mm -hmm. it's a connor move to do that but not dustin right Right. Yeah. But, you know, now there's a little bad blood cleared, but I'm still excited for the fight. Yeah. It's it's still not. It's still going to mm-hmm. have some steam. And I believe the UFC is still going to milk that situation. Of course. You know? Of course. Yeah. God, I love talking about UFC. Yeah. So we're back fighting. to real fighting. Real fighting. Real, real people. Fighting. Yes. We have Man. a big card in the midst, Huge. by the way, Gabe. Huge. My I gosh. mean... This is a moment. Mm-hmm. This is a moment because we get a full crowd that we haven't seen yep. in more than a year. Right? I Sold was, out yeah. in seconds. Mm-hmm. And also, shout outs to Dustin and Connor because they sold out in minutes. This one, oh, um, seconds I think, also. Uh, it was second. Both no, I think seconds. they sold out in seconds when it was, because, right? It was supposed to be Wei, Zhang Wei Li versus Rose. That was the main event. Mm-hmm. Then they added Uzman Masvidal. Then it sold out. Yeah. Dustin and, and Connor, I know for a fact, sold out in seconds. Sold out in seconds. I think they put that on Instagram too. Yeah, just to let I'm sure. Know. I'm sure. But I'm you see what concerned. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I'm a little concerned with the the the, this, the full capacity, but mm-hmm. I trust Dana. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we were talking about this like in our early episodes. Dana never stopped for the pandemic. Mm-mm. He found a way through it. Yes. And exactly. going through this like trial of fire, I suppose, 
I'm pretty sure he's figured out how to go about a full, a full capacity crowd. event. Yeah. Safely. That's true. Right. So uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, for amazing. sure. balls. Right. I heard so, what they're doing is mm-hmm. oh, other sports. I don't know about UFC that they have um, audiences, audience members have to present a vaccine va- vaccinated card. Ah, uh, there we go. Right. That so, makes sense. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good, good idea. Yeah, instead of like risk it, that's that's pretty good. I hope th- I'm sure that they're, they accounted for that, dude. They made Fight <laughs> Island happen. All safety protocols were good there. So indeed, this one so much confidence in it. So we'll see how that goes. Have you seen the uh, the countdown? I have. Oh, it was man, surprisingly so short. It was surprisingly short for the main event, right? I mm-hmm. think it's they usually had equal about twenty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Three title fights. Mm-hmm. Um. Where do we start? How do we? Ha, oh, you did. Okay, I could tell you about Shevchenko and Draj and Zhang Weili and Rose. I don't think you want to talk about Rose, but this is a beautiful. <laughs> Fuck Rose! They got glass in her eye. <laughs> Fuck Rose! Uh, yeah, this, this is a, a great pay per view, though. Yeah, super. And dude, dude, look, Anthony Smith is on the card against Jim Crute, Uriah mm, Hall, Chris Weidman. Cool. I think that's dude, a great that's match. huge. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. So good. I love it. Every we'll predictions on our Instagram page. Yeah, we'll do the thing. Sure. We'll do the thing. We'll for sure do the thing. I think we might be in agreement with this one, though. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. What did you think about the countdown? I liked it. I liked it. I think um, after watching it, I'm I'm slightly more convinced that George might actually be able to beat him, right? But okay. Even then, I know deep down I'm reaching. I'm reaching okay. a little bit, right? Because You're reaching, like how? Um, wait, what was that time where you reached? Oh yeah, the latest one with uh, it's that. Oh uh, sorry, Nganu. I was oh, no, you didn't reach I knew there. for you, a fact. You, you, I knew for a fact he was gonna win for sure. What were you? What was the prediction? It was probably reaching? Connor versus Dustin too. No, you weren't reaching. You were so confident. I, I was the one that was reaching. <laughs> I don't remember what I reached for before. Ah, Derek Lewis. Curtis Blades. Oh yeah, like, I said, oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's very unlikely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I was and right again. I was right again. I don't know. My 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 MMA brain tells me. I don't think it's Usman a brain. I think just... it's a gut thing. <laughs> the, well, I need to my turn off my MMA brain. <laughs> my MMA brain is telling me Usman is arguably one of the greatest welterweights of all time, mm-hmm. and there's a very good chance he's going to go undefeated until yeah. he retires. But my gut says George, George Masvidal, Street Jesus might actually get it done. Because hmm. the reason I'm siding with Usman is that he's he hasn't stopped training, dude. Uh, you, you so brought good, up, man. He's just so you, you good. Br- you brought up the whole Dustin. I uh, sorry, uh, Connor lapping everyone. Right? He's gonna mm. go rematch. I think if we compare him to Usman, I don't think Usman does not have like anything else. This is it. Yeah, this is it. So he's so laser focused. And Trevor Whitman is such, I I don't know. He's, he looks really, and the relationship they have, it's really master and pupil. If, if Usman, if he tells Usman to jump, he'll jump. So I don't know how this full crowd is going to actually change that because he might push him to the fence and the referee will like the boos are gonna happen. They're mm-hmm. gonna break them apart, and then that's when Masvidal. The Ma- the X factor is definitely with Masvidal. Right, right. And, and 
Oh man, this is a good fight though. <laughs> and and also, God, Masvidal has Mike Brown, dude. He, he was the one that came up with that strategy to go for he the does. calf kick. So it's like, oh, jeez, I. I have a feeling he may, you know, maybe they have it figured out. Maybe, maybe they got it figured out. Maybe they're gonna surprise him because I'm yeah, thinking. But, that, but but that's the thing, right? We haven't seen Usman go again. Exactly. I don't think Usman would do the same things again. He might do it better or whatever, but he's not lazy. That's for sure. Yeah. So I think Usman is convinced that he can beat George again. So in like put him away, like he'll stand toe yeah. to toe with him. That's why. That's why oh. he called him out. That's why he called him out. He was like, "Let's go again," because it's like it's in in Usman's mind. I'm pretty sure he thinks it's easy money. I am 110 percent sure that he thinks George is easy money, and he might be right, but yep. that might also play into his downfall. That's true. Yep, you know? right before the downfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, George, man, he just wasn't ready for the first one. He looked tired. He looked slow. He looked sluggish. I would say he was ready. I think it was more of a feeling out. Like he believed he could have beat him because, again, I know the weight cut was bad, but Dustin even said it himself. He was with him the entire time, so he was always in shape, game bred, right? Mm-hmm. I think that it, that's why George has a good shot now because he already faced Uzman. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's that's, that's the thing, right? That's wait, that's, that's wait, my wait, thinking wait, wait, going wait. into this. It's like he's uh, my, my my brain's telling me, but that's six day Uzman, right? Like oh, exactly. I don't know. It's just, imagine it's, a full uh, camp. Usman and learning, dude. I'm so excited. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm super excited. I think George is gonna win. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. Oh, you're gonna put it out there. I think I'm putting what it round? Out there. What round and why? What round and how? Usman's so good though, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. He's so good. Like I mean, I have a, I have trouble like thinking that he's actually gonna lose, but like. Because the only way I see him winning, Masvidal is knocking him out. Right? Masvidal could win. I'm uh, sorry. Kamaro can win what in a lot of ways. Does, though? Wait. Does, yeah, though? yeah, that's the thing. That's what's scary because he has dynamite in his hands. And I, I really think George wants Ma- Usman to you know, stand toe-to-toe with him because he said, oh, Usman, his hands are soft, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, Usman wants to test that. But, like, that's the pride talking, man. Don't listen to it. I think George is gonna stop him in the third round. Third round, you talk to you talk to the gods. You talk to uh, yeah. I, th- I consulted with them consulted. Sure. briefly. <laughs> third, I don't know, man. Third like I just, round. I think the story belongs to George this time. I think the, the narrative is behind him. He's walking down the path, man. <sighs> the BMF path. The BMF because the path. stars are aligning for a okay. rematch with Nate Diaz. I will tell you this, though. Masvidal, it's make or break for him because this is his second rematch. And if Usman retains, it's going to be a... This might be his last title fight, to be honest, because Usman's not going to let go of that title for a while if he beats Masvidal. Yeah. So it's going to be hard for him to make a case for a third match. So I would say that, yeah, he has a fire lit under his butt and he definitely needs to get this done. But this is Usman. See, I, I, I love how you bring that up because I think George feels the same way. Yeah, he has to. He he's, has. He's to. gonna come in thinking, "All right, it's killer be killed," mm. you know. And for Usman, it's like I beat this guy before. I'm gonna beat him again. 
right? Okay. So, so you're locking in with Masvidal. <sighs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I'm locking with Masvidal. I think. Uh, are you? Are you as con? I just have to ask. Are you as confident in Masvidal winning, like in Ganu winning, or no? This is no, different. No, no, no. This is different. Okay, no. cool. Because I'm scared. If you have that type of confidence, I don't want to go against you. No, I don't. I don't have that kind of confidence. But I just think that George is gonna mm-hmm. shock the world. Oh, <laughs> said the line. He said I think he's gonna shock the world. You know, because the, line. the MMA gods, man, they're watching. They know when you duck the fight that you you should actually have. And everybody knows Usman ducked Colby. Let's just be real here. Let's be real. Okay. Well, Colby again, is the most savage welterweight okay. bar Kamaru Usman. I, I, I don't want to say he ducked him. I want to say he dustined him. Come on. He he knows that he's going to face Colby. He wants that red panty night. He wants yeah, that red exactly. panty night. Masvidal is that red panty night for welterweight. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think he's ducking him. I think that he, like you said, went for the easier fight, mm-hmm. easier payday. But that could be his downfall. Yeah. The difference is Dustin chose Connor for the red panty night. But at the same time, Connor has a good chance of beating Dustin the third time. Right? Well, it's a hard say fight. The same with Masvidal. Yeah, it's you a hard say the same fight. With but for, for for Usman, I think he's convinced that there's no way George is going to evolve or grow enough in the time that they've fought last to beat him. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it's not straight up. All right, I'm going to give George a rematch. I want, uh, you know, I want a payday like Dustin Connor three style. But this is more like I'm going to pick George because he's an easy fight and he's easy. No, because. He had a built-in excuse. Exactly. He said that like three times <laughs> during yeah. the during the countdown. I okay. I see where you're coming from. I again, it's like split. I'm splitting hairs here. I think Usman's mm. gonna take it though. Like it's really splitting hairs <sighs> yeah, for me. It's, it's, it's really um, tight. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I don't blame you if you pick Usman. I really don't. I don't blame you for picking Masvidal. This is not a Stipe and Ganu thing. So not. this is like it's gonna shock the world. <laughs> But I don't know, man. I think George. I think he might he he might switch it up, man. I think he's gonna shock the world. I really think so. Yo, yeah. I, I just think know. I don't know, man, because he's been in there with Usman, right? So he knows what it's it's like. He's been there, done that, just like Dustin versus Connor too. You, you could say the same for Usman too. He's been there, done that. I mean, he's been with Masvidal. He got the better of that. Right. Ah, uh, right. and yeah, everything you say with Masvidal, you could say with Usman because they shared that ring already. Yeah. So again, yeah, I don't blame you for picking Masvidal, but I'm, I gotta pick Usman here. He's just because it's like, all right, here, 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 here's okay, my okay, thing, okay, right? Okay, go. Okay, here's you my thing first. first. Okay, here, o- Usman fought George, right? Safely. Mm-hmm. The safest way possible yeah. to keep the belt. Mm-hmm. Right. We know this. That's established. Even he yeah. said. In one way or another, he played it safe. And he had to play it safe against a George that wasn't ready for him. He had to he had to play it safe against a George who came in on six days' notice. Training, yes, but not fight camp training. So he felt while fighting that version of George. That he had to play it safe because this guy might knock me out. Right. Right. So he can't do the same thing twice. 
So if he felt compelled to play it safe with a George who wasn't ready, what's mm. going to happen when he goes against a George who is? And there's mm. a pressure, right? He's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. Like you said, built an excuse, yada, yada, yada. Fine, I'm going to finish this dude. And what happens when someone comes in wanting to finish someone? They make rash decisions. Boom. Okay. Right? I I think... Okay, you done? I'll, I'm done. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I think Usman's smarter than that. You I have a feeling so? the way he he's going to win... He might the be. way. The way he's going to win is the same way he's going to do... He did it before. He's going to press so? on him. I have a feeling. Because he's, he's, he's selling this fight, but... He's the type of guy that doesn't care what the fans think. Well, he's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's gonna do this. I have a feeling the way he's gonna win is the same thing. He's gonna pressure him, overwhelm him, keep him on the fence, smother him on the ground. Because people are again, gonna hate him if he does that. I don't think he cares. He's gonna right? be a Tyrone Woodley 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he cares, and that is an option he can always go to. All right. For me. I, I think that it was very, like you said, easy money. Mm-hmm. He's saying these things, but then again, he seems like the kind of guy that says one thing, but he'll he'll change it up. So he's showing like all question, striking. Though. Here's okay, my go. question, though. Is he going to be able to do that? You, you know, I think George, George that- is going to be prepared that U- Usman is going to do whatever he can to keep that strap. Yeah, you have to admit also that Usman's levels, man. It's Dude, Usman's Dane. like one of the best. Yeah. I so he he's going up Khabib. against Masvidal. I said this yeah. before and I'll say it again. You did. I think he could beat Khabib. You did. I think he beats GSB. I think he beats anybody. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. but, but there's a narrative at play. <laughs> there's always an X factor. And the X factor is the things happening around this fight. Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. Kamar Usman versus George Masvidal. I because, mean, okay, if ever it's going to be not that scenario, it's going to be no, a boring fight. Masvidal's still, it's going to be a boring fight. That's what I think might happen. I mean, that's, just that's imagine. my prediction, actually. Yeah, just imagine <laughs> Usman beats George. No surprise there. Leon beats Nate. Again, no surprise <laughs> there. And they the fight MMA each other. Gods win. Yeah. And they fight each <laughs> and they fight each other for the belt. Usman versus Edwards. No surprise there. Snooze fest. <laughs> but that's not how this game works. The MMA gods want something exciting for 2021. And it's that's gonna be how... George versus Nate. Rematch. I... Madison Square Garden. Again. Winner gets champ champ status, baby. I'm, uh, I'm gonna bring it down to earth, okay? Tell me you don't want that though. This is the welterweight division. That would happen in lightweight, but Dude, yeah, I don't know. I this think welterweight. I don't know, man. I think the MMA gods are working this time. Finally, in the welterweight, they're yeah. finally working on the welterweight division. I'll tell you what. If you ask Dana what he wants to happen, it's pretty That's, sure yeah, the latter. Sure, 100%, it's pretty sure 100%. the latter. Dude, yeah, I, I'm sure. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm just gonna throw my brain out the window for mm. this one, right? I, I want, I would prefer would George prefer. to win, even though okay. the facts completely say otherwise. Mm. I'll, I'll admit that the facts are definitely 
not in favor of my prediction, but oh, me personally, I uh -huh. would prefer if George won. Okay. I really I would. I, I'm, I just had like a flash of a vision on Sunday where you're just mm. messaging me. I, I told you so. I told you. <laughs> right? Because, all right, here we go. Here we go. Dream <laughs> motherfucking sequence, baby. Um, George beats Kamaru. Uh -huh. Nate beats Leon. Nate versus George. Nate wins the 175 pound belt and the BMF belt. Oh, Nate wins. Okay. Yeah, Nate wins. Okay. Nate versus Connor three <laughs> for the 175 pound belt. Connor becomes the first triple champ, baby. That's it. That's a dream sequence. <laughs> That's the, where the agenda. How lies. epic would that be? I, I, I knew. It I is. knew you were trying to sneak in Connor there McGregor, we go, dude. Imagine, imagine. How you mean huge. this guy? There we go. There he is. He's sleeping. <laughs> He's such a dick. Because it's a dream but scenario. It is a dream scenario. And I think that's gonna happen. I that would actually happen. that would if okay, if he doesn't do well with Dustin, that is his only chance for him to get another title, be in the title contention, right? He yeah. needs to rematch Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's pretty good. I mean, that's a good dream scenario, mm -hmm. but a lot of stars have to align for that. Yeah. The biggest a lot of star stars. here is yeah. The biggest one is Usman versus Masvidal because I kind of can see Nate winning against Leon. Yeah, but this was it's this hard. one's probably the biggest hurdle. Yeah, it's very hard to visualize George getting it done against Usman compared to Leon beating um, Nate. That seems more like a 50-50. This yeah, one seems nice. like yeah. Leon sucks. Let's put it out there. <laughs> he sucks. You gotta watch your eyes. I'm kidding. No. Yeah, he's boring. Usman well, versus like, pokes. Yeah, exactly. Watch your eyeballs. You, you fight Leo, and you might walk away with just one instead of two. Oh, God. Okay, so your prediction is Masvidal third round. TKO, KO? TKO. It's going to be TKO. TKO. I think what's going to happen is Usman is going to win the first two rounds, and then he's uh -huh. going to get loose. Loose and George okay. is going to capitalize. Ooh. I think that's going to happen. I think he's going to pull a fast one. Who's mm -hmm. not going to be ready for it? And then boom, it's stoppage. Just like Connor versus Dustin too. He'll he'll be winning until he's not. Uh, until he's not, then it's like obviously yeah, this it's is like, what oh, I've been setting oh, up. Oh, oh, you know, he's down. He's dead. He's, you know, I have a feeling he's going to replicate what he did with Tyrone Woodley. Possibly. I love yeah, that fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't I like Tyron. That's I love why. that fight. <laughs> you know. I think he's going to be way more active. Like really shoot to take him down. Yeah. Uh, I think Kamaru's smart enough to know that Masvidal wins the punching department. So he's not mm -hmm. going to want to go toe to toe. He did that with Colby because he knew that they have the same style. He did that with Burns because he's also a grappler. But Masvidal, you, you can't trade blows with this guy. Yeah. That's that's my prediction yeah. for Usman. I think he's gonna overwhelm him. I think he's gonna win by five rounds. He's gonna take him to five rounds. I know it's the most boring, boring one, but it's gonna work. It's a logic. I know, man. But like, why would you psychology? <laughs> that that's the thing, right? Like, you know, are you doing it for the fans? Or are you doing it because you want the the belt? Right? It's a you weird want respect. Respect in my name. It's a weird kind of thing. 
right? The MMA then, fighters. Like, we'll, you know, Connor we'll, wants to do it for the fans. Yeah, we'll right? we'll have this conversation after, like, the post fight, because we don't yeah. know what. Again, that's my uh, mm-hmm. that's how my opinion of Usman. Like, winner, mm-hmm. he wants to just get the job done, right? Yeah. But who knows? Maybe he'll try to trade blows with Masvidal. Again, that's what's so interesting about this fight. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, man. I, uh... Yeah, I, I hope. I hope again. <laughs> Imagine I, I'm if George be, I, knocks him out in the first round. See, because again, I feel like this is what's great about this podcast. You go for the like the really big. I'm ready. Guys, I'm ready. And Sugar I go for Joe. like the more the more realistic. Like, but what about this one? So it's more of like the wet blanket scenario. I know, man. I I, I, I love this fight. It's a I love fight. UFC. It's go so good. It's I so love good. UFC, dude. This okay. Remember when we talked game, about man. Jake? When we talked about Jake Paul, that felt like thirty minutes. This it one, it's almost like... thirty minutes, but this was only like what? I know <laughs> we're already a forty-minute episode. I think it's gonna be slightly supersized. It's fine. Yeah, slightly. It's fine. Slightly supersized. But yeah, talking about this, I enjoy it. But the whole anyway, let's not talk yeah. about that. We're not even gonna put it in the title. Yeah, let's put it in okay, the description. So... Put it in the description. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Zhang Weili Rose. What do you think? Zhang Weili. You for think? sure. I mean, that's that's a no I'll agree with I'll agree with you there, dude. She's so scary when she was against. Uh, and yeah. the thing is, when I watched the countdown to that, dude, Zhang Wei Li was jet lagged. She was dehydrated. Like she, it took. It, she had to. She had to travel for a whole month because mm-hmm. COVID quarantine rules yeah. were already already being put into effect with her fight with uh with Yo Jacek. Right. So imagine she's all good now against Rose. No way. She's going to have that belt for a very, very long time. Yeah, I see that happening too. And Rose just, her comments lately have just been so (laughs) often. I think she just dug herself a hole, man. She just dug herself a hole for sure. More glass in her eye? More glass in her eye. Thug Rose! Nope, not this Sunday, baby. Yeah, okay. We yeah, Zhang Wei Li. I'm pretty I sure that's that. a done deal. That. I'm pretty sure that's a done deal. Okay, what about Shevchenko, Jessica Andre? Oh my God. Is that even a question, dude? Is that even a real question? I'm a nightmare matchup for Shevchenko. Is that even a question? Of course, it's going to be Valentina Shevchenko. The bullet. Oh, wait, she's not the bullet, is she? She's the bullet. The bullet, bullet, yeah. She the is the bullet. bullet. I'm, I'm a little scared because her previous fight was against Jennifer Maya. Mm-hmm. And Maya was the first one to actually take Chevchenko down. And Jessica Andrade is moving up a weight class. So she's a lot durable. She doesn't get KO'd as fast. Right. So I don't know. Uh, I, I will go for Shevchenko. But I'm having that kind of scary feeling like what you had with uh, uh, Amanda Nunes and Megan Anderson. Yeah, because it's like... Hmm. Same, right? Like, mm, is this a Are real nightmare matchup? Are the odds so overwhelmingly <laughs> in her favor that... Yeah, yeah. I'm having the wrong. same feeling. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, hmm. I think I like Andrade, mm-hmm. she can, she can. I mean, just like she shook Rose, right, with that slam. Yeah. Dude, that was so scary. Something similar can happen if Valentina lets it, but I think Valentina's prepared. Yeah, okay. okay. I think she's calculated. I think she's smart enough to know who she's mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. What about, so you're going for Shevchenko? Yeah. Okay, same. But again, I'm a little scared. Just for yeah. Andrade, just a little, little, just the, like a little pepper, peppered with yep. with, uh, yeah. with with scariness. Wow, it's it seems like the main event is all that we're always indecisive with. What about Uriah Hall? Wide. Oh, 
This is the fu- make or break for Uriah Hall. Yeah, oh my that's gosh. a tough one. What's the last fight of Chris Weidman? Because Uriah Hall, it was Anderson Silva, right? Yeah. Okay. So is he gonna beat the guy that beat Anderson Silva? This is the first time that two guys who have both beat Anderson Silva are fighting. No, I think Anderson Silva lost a lot of people that his. I think they. He's lost to Derek Brunson. He's lost to. Yeah, Derek Brunson and uh, Israel Adesanya fought each other. Oh, oh no. yeah, right. He won against Derek Brunson. Oh, he won against Derek Brunson. Yeah, he did. Let, yeah, so this is the first time that two people who have beat Anderson Silva are fighting each other. Yeah, let me pull up the... Okay, okay. Uriah Hall, Jared Canyonier, Israel Adesanya. <laughs> he won against Derek Brunson. Yeah. Daniel Cormier, Michael Bisbing, Chris Weidman. Yeah, so there we go. Nick Diaz, but like that was overturned. Interesting. Wait, let me see. What was Chris Weidman's last match? Man. Dude, I think he got knocked out the last time he fought. Really? Yeah. Let me, I'm pulling it up. He beat Kelvin Gastelum. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he... Oh, oh, Omari Akhmanov. Okay. That was 2020, August 8, in a fight night. He lost to Dominic Reyes. He, ro- he lost to Jacare. I think this is Ronaldo Souza, right? That's Jacare. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Jacare. Yeah, you won against Kevin, Ke- Kelvin Gastelum. So, yeah, make or break fight for these two, I think. Uriah Hall finally got that level up for him to be able to yeah. go transcend into the top mm-hmm. 10. This is a 50-50 like this is completely even. Yeah, it 100%. would just actually. Yeah, it would actually introduce new people into the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the really stacked middleweight division already. But, yeah. but Uriah Hall mm-hmm. has is on a three fight win streak. Yes. Chris Weidman is. is not. And he's on a one fight win streak. <laughs> yeah, he's on a one fight win streak. And I think <clears throat> Uriah Hall wants it more, so I'm gonna pick Uriah Hall. That makes sense. I think he wants yeah. it. Yeah. I, maybe Chris Weidman, if, if he does lose this fight, he might be on his way out. Like, just yeah. piecing out, right? And then he's going to fucking fight Luke Jake Rock. Okay. Luke Rock. One more time. But Luke Rock, holds, Luke Rock holds going up, right? He's light heavyweight now. No, he's moving back down. Oh, he's moving back down. Okay. Yeah, after I he got knocked good. out by Polish power. That's Polish power, though. Come on. <laughs> If I had knocked out my Polish power, I'd move back down too. Uh, I, uh, is that, what did Dana say? I, I'd go down to welterweight if I, I knew Nganu was. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Luke Rockhold's also 36 years old. Chris Weidman's also 36 years old. Well, these two have dude, to fight each other. Dude, Uriah Hall's 36 years old. See, this is like completely even. There's like 50 50 50. It's 50, 50, 50. Just add in, make it a triple threat. Add in Luke Rockhold. Yeah, these are all the guys I think were at one point considered to be the next big thing. Well, you can they say all that. had that moment. Yeah, but you can't say that much for Uriah because at least Weidman and Luke held the belt. Yeah, but U- Uriah, Uriah never had held like the belt. a really high profile climb. He did. He right. Did. Yeah. After I think he got pushed too soon. In tough. 
Yeah. And then he knocked out Gegard Musasi. No, he lost to Gegard Musasi. No, he beat him the first time. Oh, the first time, yeah, the rematch. And then they the had rematch, the rematch. Yeah, and then he lost that one. Uh, yeah, but that three fight skid did not do. He lost to Whitaker, Brunson, Musasi. But yeah. then these are killers, though. Now, those are some pretty good guys to lose to. Yeah. Right. So. Hello. What? Hang on. This is quite interesting. Let's turn back the clock. September twenty fourth, twenty ten. He lost to Chris Weidman at Ring of Combat thirty one. Uriah, Uriah Hall. Hall? They, yeah, they faced each other already. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. So this could be, yeah. Oh, then Uriah Hall's winning for sure. Yeah, the narrative says so. Yeah, the narrative says so. The story, man. Yeah, and also he's that that loss has to stick with him. Of course, of course. That's crazy, though. Okay, so they fought each other before. That's very interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, TKO punches in the what round is this? Middleweight won the ring of. Oh, he even won the middleweight. They fought middleweight. Yeah, in Ring of Combat. So, dang, he's got this. Yeah, he's got this. This is a done deal. All right. So last one is Anthony Smith, Jim Crute. I don't know much about Jim Crute. Do I don't know much. The name sounds familiar though. Australian, twenty-one and one. He's 6'2", yeah, 74-inch. Uh, Anthony Smith still has the reach, slight reach advantage. Hmm. Seems like he's a KO artist, though. Yeah. Anthony Smith isn't even on a, one, it, it, on a win streak. He's not. I guess that's why. Because he's facing uh, number 13th rank, Jim Crute. Hmm. What, what does your gut say about this one? I think it's going to be Anthony Smith. He has to. I mean, the experience discrepancy alone mm-hmm. is massive. That's true. 34 wins for Anthony Smith, 12 for Jimmy Crude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That's huge. But but like you said, could he knock the could he shock the world? I can never yeah. say that line right. <laughs> knock out I, the world. I, I think shock he could. World. He could. I mean, his last two fights. He ended in yeah. the first round. Ended in the first, yeah. Two fight win streak, by the way. But again, these don't seem like ranked opponents. Yeah. Although these guys, when he does win, it's in the mm-hmm. first round. So this Ooh. guy's a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I think Big it's going to come down to who's hungry or who wants it more. I could see that. You know? Yeah, yeah that's a tough one, man. All right, we don't. Yeah, we don't have to actually predict this one if, if we don't have that much stats on it, because I wouldn't be comfy predicting. Who knows? Jim Crute might actually be a. I I, 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 I want to see those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see those fights before uh, saying something. But yeah, yeah, we're we undecided on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could say that Anthony Smith. Yeah, big test for him. Not on a a win streak as of late. So mm-hmm. we'll see how he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. A supersized episode almost coming up to a close. Any last thoughts before we wrap this puppy up? Oh my god, this is a good episode. Um, good episode. Few thoughts before we wrap this up. I think uh, I apologize in advance if I didn't use my brain for Masvidal versus <laughs> Usman, but I don't give a fuck. I don't care. 
You're not gonna say that to though. Win. If 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 Masvidal wins though, so you might want to redact that <laughs> apology. That's fine. That's fine. It's, you know, it's an event. I'm prepared. I'm preparing. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, your boy's got a few things coming up this month, completely unrelated to the podcast. What? Well, actually, one is related to the podcast. Um, we got an article coming out. I think this month, Ooh. later this month. Yeah. Uh, we'll post it. We'll post. Yeah. We'll post on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. um, we got like a we we shot like a, a short audio movie. Oh, man, audio so busy. Book. So busy. Yeah. So. And and it's gonna be in Podcast Network Asia. One. <laughs> That's true. That's poetic. <laughs> yeah. That is it's extremely poetic. poetic. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even gassing. That's poetic. It's pretty good. Pretty That's, good. That's. I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, yeah last few thoughts i think it's a great time to be a fan especially this weekend oh yeah oh yeah it's a massive massive moment for the ufc welcome back to having a full full crowd Mm -hmm. congratulations to everyone in the ufc and dana white i'm sure everyone's gonna have a lot of fun Boom. Um, and also, we got Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's Friday. It's going to be a good weekend, son. Pretty good Winter weekend Soldier finale. It's going to be good. I should catch up with good. that. Yeah. Last thought. Fuck Jake Paul. Yes. Yes. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. <laughs> I can't <laughs> whisper the entire time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of In Between Rounds, and we will see you at the next round. Peace. Be good. Behave. Also, how crazy was that Jeremy Stevens push? <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let's be- include this. Let's include this. It's funny that we tagged something right before our official. You think yeah, I think that was crazy. Um, Dude, when when he pushes someone down, they don't fucking move. They don't move. <laughs> In my division, they don't move. Oh, <laughs> Who do you think is the hardest pusher in the 145 pound division? Right here. Right, right here. here. I go to sleep. When I I push people down, they don't fucking move. They get stiff neck. Oh, gosh. Whiplash also, right? That's crazy. What an idiot, though. What what do you mean? Stare me, Stephen. Why would you do that? That's terrible. When he pushed him, that felt so unwarranted because they were just standing there. I know, dude. That was like a really bad push, too. I was like, I watched it, and I was like, that's terrible. Really bad. That's like really a bad, bad push. push. It's a. It's not like a get off me push. It's like I want to. I want to see you on your. I want to hurt push, you. Right? I want to hurt you before yeah. the fight push. Yeah. I didn't even I, get me excited for the fight. I was actually worried for the guy. For Jakar close. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, dude. Why would you push him that hard? And was there any? There was no bad blood in Man. this. Right? He just wanted to. Push, so had dude. DC Steve. didn't even push John Jones that hard. Yeah, I know, right? It was more of a shove. Like, get, off a, like, get out of my face. Yeah, this one was like. But Ooh, this is straight push. up like ill intent. This is Buddha palm kung fu hustle push, like just mm. terrible, was, man. Very unprofessional. Really I really think I know DC said I d- he doesn't want him to be fined, but he should be fined. He should be fined. Yeah. Dang, it was so unbelievable when I heard that he got he pulled out of a fight because of a shove, and then when it's because again, yeah, they're they're cutting weight. They're not really in the healthiest state. And for mm-hmm. you to catch that guy off guard, yeah, obviously yeah. there's going to be like whiplash, a lot of repercussions. So yeah. 
our hearts go out to Jakar Close, Jeremy Stephens. You're yeah, such I, an asshole for doing that. I know, I'm but apparently you. Dana White puts um, the blame on Sean Shelby. Why? For not foreseeing that this might happen. Honestly, like when they looked at each other, it looked like it wasn't going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, like that's the thing, right? That always yeah. seems like. Yeah, I guess so. But you know, Dana. Dana's been in the game longer. I think he knows. Oh, when he can to tell. do the like in between, yeah, right? Like to that, get in between, uh, like yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so. true. I still think Jeremy Stephens, though. Like, like when I push people down, they don't fucking move. And they don't move. <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> they don't move. They don't move. They don't move. They don't move. Oh my god! Now. N- now we know him as that guy, and the, we know him as the guy that Connor <laughs> memed, and now the guy that pushes. Then he memed himself again. How sad! This guy's How a meme is. master. Without even trying, this guy should fight Jake Paul for sure. <laughs> he, no, he, should, weigh-ins. he should shove Jake. <laughs> Paul. Yeah, he would win at the face-off for sure, hundred oh, percent. And not give that tummy touch like Ben Askren, like, no, "Hey, stop no, it!" No, no, no. Oh. Jeremy Stephens is. He's no joke, the dude. Master pusher. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Mike Perry oh, would be a good opponent for Jake Paul, too. Just saying. Mike Perry would literally like murder. I don't think he'd Light play by up. the rules. I, I think, think they, he'd try to go for a takedown. They'd probably call 911. <laughs> they would. It's Mike Perry, dude. They might get this guy out of here. And I would love to hear what his girlfriend has to say in his corner. <laughs> but yeah, I just had just, to throw it in there. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Adds a little more flavor to the right? post credit scene. Yeah, that's Marvel yeah. style. Oh yeah. Easter oh, egg. Yeah. <laughs> Easter egg. I would love to have Jeremy Stephens on the podcast and ask, what is your pushing training? Like, how do you push so hard? Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a good question. How do you push so hard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You that's broke up. neck. <laughs> he he oh, stiffed this guy's neck. This guy's <laughs> neck. He did. <laughs> and it's you know, he did say that when he he you know he knocks people down, they don't fucking move. They don't move. Dude, he, he did it with this guy. He pushed him down, and then he didn't move. Did you notice that Jakar's cl- Jakar close, the guy he pushed, his he his slide stayed in place, but he he got knocked out of his slides. That's insane. So he got knocked insane. out of his slides. He did. Yeah. That's a, see, that's an insane push. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that the the biggest accomplishment accomplishment you have is you you push really Dude, that's like hard. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Or everyone just I feel bad for everyone involved, man. That's just like I a terrible it, turn of events. Dude, imagine Jakar Close's coaches, everyone training partner, and this happened. They're Jesus. probably super pissed. Yeah, I'm sure. And none of them for are getting the right paid. Reason. Oh god. Yeah, because the fight didn't sure. happen, right? Yeah, because the fight didn't happen. Ah, uh, that's so bad. That's hilarious though, dude. That's just Jeremy so funny. Station. Oh, it's funny in a sad way, to be honest. I mean, he finally did something that he said he does, right? That they don't, that they don't move. <laughs> they don't move. I mean, they don't he, move. he did it all right, but in the wrong context. Yeah, they, you fucked up. First of all, <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah, he should have saved that push for the octagon. Imagine yeah. he knocks, push him, and then he's dead. He's out. He's down. That's shit. <laughs> yeah, that'd be epic, dude. I knocked him down with a push. I knocked him out with a push. There we go. That's literally. One push Stephens, dude. That's that's his name now. <laughs> I keep thinking of breast conference now. Who do you think is the hardest pusher in 145 pound division? Right dude, here. You know, I'm the you hardest know pusher. In one. You know what you should do now? Should tweet that to Connor. Oh, <laughs> Ask yeah, him, hey, Connor, one, who do you yeah. think? 
<laughs> Who do you think is the <laughs> hardest pusher? <laughs> I think it's a little too late for that, but we'll see. Hopefully, he replies to my tweet. <laughs> Tag the picture of Jeremy Stephen pointing oh at himself. God, that's hilarious, uh, man. That's too much. That's too much. Oh, gosh. That's that hilarious. Crazy. What a crazy weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. All right. That's a. I say we're good. We're good. That's we're good. Easter egg. Boom. All right. Toodles. I'm, I'm just gonna, we're just going to end it right there. Yeah, we're going to end it right there. You've been listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pacha Strada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere podcasts are available to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more content and updates, please follow us on Instagram at InBetweenRoundsPH.